Today, <laughs> Nick, that's good. I wanna be a part of it. New York, <laughs> New York. I feel like I'm bringing us down. Like, I feel like you came out here with like trained vocals, and I'm just like, whoa, that's actually really good. That's like Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett. I'm in a New York state of mind. This podcast is just gonna be us singing <laughs> songs with New York. <laughs> True. With another one. New York. Concrete jungle, wet dream tomato. Which we sang all the whole time, basically. True. Well, hey, it's Nikki Jensen and Brie Piccone. And we're Late to the Party, a weekly podcast about film, fashion, and pop culture from two best friends mentally. In the Big Apple. In the Big Apple. New York. Hailing the cabs. Cabs are here. Cabs are here. We're whistling at them. Can you whistle? What's your best whistle for a cab? I don't know. I can't do that thing where you put your hand, like your fingers in your mouth. I don't know how to do that. I feel like that's probably the best whistle. The whole time I wanted to like carry Bradshaw, I'd be like, taxi. Yeah, just be like. But I feel like my only like taxi moment on, at least on this visit to New York, was like 4 a.m. being like, oh God, I gotta like get one. And it was just. It happened. It was perfectly. silent. It was, but it was, it was a silent, like, kind of eye lock. And then it happened at the right time. Someone was getting out. We got in. It took our opportunity. Yeah, we had to. <laughs> but I could have been super, like, main character syndrome and just be like, taxi. Yeah. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> just draw all the attention. As, like, the homeless man, like, it, that's yelling at all the cars is continuing to have his. Yeah, just add to the chaos of the city. Yeah. It's a great time. Anyway. Truly. Anyway. <laughs> This is like an interesting um, episode because we're kind of freestyling on the mic. Yeah. Freestyling. Hanging loose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we could have watched a movie this week. Yeah, we could have. But we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been to New York. We were gone for like four whole days. Yeah, which we is, were busy. Yeah, we were busy. Tearing up the town. We were. So we just got back from our trip to New York. Yeah. Um, still pretty in a New York state of mind. Yeah, I'm in a New York <laughs> state of mind. I it, everything is just so weird now. I have the urge to to walk everywhere. I have the urge to beep at everyone as I'm driving. I'm like, I want to ride their butts. It's true. I yeah, I have the urge to just walk really briskly. Be like, hey, I'm walking here. Like, walking here. Yeah, yeah. I'm walking with purpose, no matter where I go. Yes. I have done that before. I have, like, not in New York, but just, like, slammed on a car. Good. And, like, I'm walking here. Some people need that. Like, some people almost run you over, and they need to know. They need to know what's up. Yeah. I think episodes like this will be easier, but they're not. Yeah, I know. Where do we begin? Do we talk about our trip? Let's, let's, what do we do? Take everyone on a journey. Take them on a journey. Talk about, because, like, we were thinking, like, there's so many iconic movies. TV shows, just moments that involve New York City. Yeah. It's a staple. We went to Autumn in New York. Winona Ryder didn't die, but we were there. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to go, but we're we're just going to go for it, I guess. We are, yeah. Just chit the chat. Yeah. Catch up. That's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like no movie. It's like weird. Yeah. Our life was a movie. That's why. We lived it. <laughs> we did. 
What would your title of your movie be? Um, New York Weekend Cabs Are Here. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we were like that Lady Gaga meme. Bus. Bus. Another, another club. club. Yeah. Because we did. We went from one place to another. We took a bus to the subway subway to another subway like we just kept on going and when we were walking and then we were clubbing we went to a club went to a comedy club yeah we went to the comedy cellar yeah it was yeah. wild it was wild we stayed out till four o'clock in the morning That's the latest i've stayed out in so long which is kind of sad but like college maybe yeah we saw the sun come up it was great it, <laughs> it was it made me feel alive that was the best night probably i felt terrible the next day but yeah it was like a little like sleep hungover but I loved it. It was worth it. I, yeah. I wish I could do that all the time. Same. <laughs> yeah, the Big Apple. It was cute. We did a lot of fun stuff. We we had our, like, Gossip Girl moment on we the did. stairs. We sat on the steps, like Blair and Serena. We did. We judged the town. The town judged us. <laughs> Alton Brown from Food Network fame judged you, Brie. I know. It was kind of flattering. I didn't know what was happening until after <laughs> Central Park. Alton Brown, like, stared you up and down and then murmured something and said, something, something, those boots. See, and I did not know any of that. I just, I remember seeing him across the street thinking, I feel like I know him from somewhere, but whatevs. And then I'm, like, in my own world. (laughs) Now, I felt like time stood still and I was just, like, staring into his eyes, just being like, what is he saying about Bree? Was he that close? Did he pass us? Yeah, he passed us. I was so oblivious. (laughs) I hope it was something good. I hope he had something good to say about my boots. I'm sure he did. I'm sure. I keep thinking he's probably just like, oh, she needs to tie. That girl needs to tie her shoes because one shoe was untied. So I think your boots were cool, though. So thanks. I loved your outfit, though. We're in New York. You got to like show up and show out, you know, a little bit, except I, you know, and I didn't know this at the time, but every girl in the West Village has the same uniform. Oh, yeah. Where it's like mom jeans and a white shirt. Like a crop top. A white crop top. Or baby tee. Baby tee. Um, I didn't have Sambas, Adidas Sambas, but they were wearing them. But yeah, I like that's what I like wore on the plane. So I just, when we got there, I just started walking. Mm-hmm. Oh, I changed. I changed. changed. Yeah, you changed. I changed. Good thing I changed so I wasn't like everyone else. Yeah, you but- were different. Yeah, Not like other girls. Mentally, I was still in that outfit because I was like, "Why is everyone wearing this? Like, <laughs> Why does this look so familiar?" Yeah, it's like, like in the mirror. Yeah, mentally, I did not take take off that outfit. Um, You're still yeah. wearing it right now. Now, you know what's crazy? Hmm. So, like this episode, because we kind of like toyed around with talking about current events, but yeah, you know, screw that. No, <laughs> yeah, screw that. No, <laughs> forget about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's so funny that. We were in town, because this will air next week. Mm. So we were in town right as, like, the Taylor Swift, Sophie Turner situation was out. So, like, Sophie Turner and Taylor Swift were seen for a couple nights around where we were going out to dinner. Did not see them. I know. Unfortunately, that would have been some really hot goss. Totally. And then also so late. Like, if we, like, we went to a bar the day before Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey were seen together at the football game. Mm. And I was talking mad smack the whole night <laughs> about how they probably even don't even know each other. Yeah, they're not gonna yeah. <laughs> it is totally fake. Like this is crazy. Swifties are crazy. I remember thinking that too though. 
but then the literally the day after mm-hmm. so i feel like talking about things it's like it's just no good we're late to the party we're gonna have to be late to the party we're gonna talk about film and make it the weirdest that we are yeah but maybe we'll make it a tiktok moment yeah for sure yeah, but, yeah. that was hilarious though because we were like yeah they're not gonna last they're, they're like the, their relationship doesn't exist I, there she is on the side have you seen like the um there's like a meme like it's it compares it to high school musical and you know there's yes. like that scene where gabriella stands up in the stadium because Troy's like on the court he's like my heart's beating. I don't know if I can do this. And she like sings to him. And they're like, in High School Musical 3. Yeah, in High School Musical 3. Yeah. Pretty much. Also, those shots of. I, okay. I guess, can we unpack it a little bit? Yeah, let's unpack it. Who knows what will happen in the next couple days? So this could be old news. But everything about this Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing doesn't make sense to me. Like, why are people so invested? But also, I don't know football. I don't know why this guy is so important because he is shooting his shot with Taylor Swift. That kind of sends red flags though, right? Like I get having like a successful man to match your successful pop star in a different field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's kind of weird that he was like basically begging her for a date. He seems cute and nice. Oh, he begged her for a date? Well, not begged, but he was like putting it out there that he wants to like, you know. Oh, and she took him up on the offer. Yeah. That's why she was at the game. Interesting. I don't know. I, I think it's interesting too, like all the memes. Like, have you seen the meme now about like because Taylor Swift was seen eating one chicken finger with ketchup and ranch? Uh-huh. And it's like a meme. No, I haven't seen this. Yeah. What's the big deal though? Let let the girl eat how she wants. I mix my sauces sometimes. Yeah. Well, they weren't even mixed. Yeah. It was like very get out style, just the chicken finger. A little oh. squirt of ketchup. Oh, like a little squirt of ranch. Oh, like not like a, a whole like container, like just. Just a little bit. Just and that's it. Like nothing else on no. the plate. But Swifties went wild. Huh. They were like queen. Yas queen. <laughs> that one chicken Relatable. <laughs> Which I mean, okay. Yes. Yeah. Relatable. Sure. But also wild. I don't know. I say let's just, let's just let Taylor live. But at the same time, I'm like, this is interesting that she's so public with this relationship all of a sudden. Maybe she just wants everyone to forget about the last one, you know? That Maddie Healy thing kind of blew up in her face. Yeah, maybe she's just like, you, I don't know. I'm confused because you think she'd want to be more private because I feel like she has been in the past, like after being really public. And now it's maybe she's just like, fuck it. I'm just going to do whatever I want. And whatever happens, happens. Yeah. I, I also think like... I don't know. I think it's for PR, right? Like, she wants to promote 1989, which is coming out yeah. on October 27th. She wants people and to be thinking about her. Yeah. I mean, and honestly. Yeah. So her wild oats and, you know, we're here to see it. Yeah. Also, we probably don't know anything about... I, I don't know. I'm still a gayler. I'm yeah. sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. This seems like a cover-up for sure. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. But I'm really... I don't know. We were talking about it earlier. It's like a weird thing about current events where in two days you're going to be like. It's going to be different. Yeah. Or like me eating, eating crow metaphorically. I would have loved us to actually have like recorded this episode <laughs> and me just being like, it's not real. It's not. That would have been so funny. She's never seen him in her life. They don't even know each other. She's not going to accept this date. Like what? whatever. Oh, uh, have you seen those like. I guess Travis Kelsey and his brother have a podcast Mm -mm. and um, like Swifties are now 
coming into football. I think it was like one of the most watched games because of Taylor Swift. And they're like, oh, yeah, what's a field goal? What's you know, like, <laughs> asking questions? I feel like, yeah, I feel like he's definitely going to become more popular because of Taylor Swift. Apparently, he's already really popular. I've never heard know. of this man. Well, not with me. Yeah, not with the, probably a lot of people. If you're not into football. Yeah. I've never seen this man. I don't know anything else. Sorry to this man. Yeah. Is it bad? I'm like, I don't want to. I don't know. I'm like, like, I get that football is like a thing, but I can't personally get into it. No. No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like it. I mean, I, football's fine. I think stay in your lane. I'm yeah. like, I don't like when lanes mix and mingle. Also, like... <laughs> I don't care about Taylor Swift's dating life like that. Yeah, same. Unless it's with Carly Kloss. Is that what you're saying? Yes, unless it's with Carly Kloss. Then (laughs) I'm invested. That's some real news. Then you want to know. Yeah. Like, I want some passion behind it. Yeah. Do you think this is just for show? Do you think? I have a suspicion. She's just hamming it up. Or he is. I don't know. I think he may be a little bit of a fame whore. Yeah, probably. But who knows? He seems like a lovely man. Yeah, maybe he's great. You can be both. Yeah. I don't know. You know, the dating scene out there is crazy, Brie. Apparently. Yes. Apparently. We heard so many things on the trip. Yes. A lot of very similar, like, overheard in New York, like, vibes. I don't know why we didn't submit anything to that account, like, what we heard. I know. <laughs> but it was, it was like we were on, I don't know, like, an HBO television show yeah because every block i think we were we're very close to the west village maybe greenwich village just around that area but like we would literally go block to block Mm -hmm. and there would be like girl like how would you describe it i would just say almost every female that walked by was talking about their guy problems like they're getting ready to break up or they're like i don't know if i'm gonna date this guy or they're talking about their friends luck with they're like oh no did you hear about so and so yeah, I know they're not together. No, I didn't think he was like. There's like all these like kind of like you can't trust these guys. You can't trust them. Yeah, if you found them on Hinge, it's different than if you found them on Bumble. Yeah, which like it's true. But oh wait, what did you overhear? They're, like a anesthesiologist. Oh yeah, so this girl was just you know having dinner, and it's so crazy in New York how you can actually like overhear people properly yeah you would think that you just hear like noise like just like but no you can hear real conversation as they pass you for sure and like when i eavesdrop i eavesdrop like time stands still (laughs) it's like me and alton brown locking eyes when he like judges your shoes yeah and this one girl was like yeah i don't know if i can trust him i mean he's an anesthesiologist i feel like i need to date another like type of doctor (laughs) that is hilarious but a valid, I think. Really? How? Maybe. What? I don't know. He might anesthetize you. Would you be picky about what doctor you date? Actually, no. And But you know what's funny? I think about like in TV shows all the time, people are like, oh, you're a doctor, you're a doctor. But when it comes to being a foot doctor, people judge. Oh, that's not like a real doctor, is it? That's what they say. But I think it is a real doctor. But not I like a real foot doctor. doctor. <laughs> well, no, but if you get paid, it's real. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm pretty sure they get paid. So like any doctor, sure. I mean. Oh, oh, my God. I was talking to someone recently and they were like, yeah, my daughter's dating someone that's like, she's like your age. She's like 20 something and she's dating um like someone that's 50. And I think that's crazy. And I was like, yeah, that's crazy. And he was like, but yeah, she's a doctor. And I was like, well, <laughs> like, Maybe well I think so that's crazy. why. I think <laughs> that's why. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Much money, you know? Yeah. Aren't we always taught that? Yeah, we are, right? It's yeah. weird. Like, you can date a doctor. 
But not a foot doctor. But not a foot doctor. And but not, why? Not an anesthesiologist. Not a, apparently not an anesthesiologist either. It's wild. But then we brought it up because we had dinner with Maddie, our cousin. I don't yeah. know if she's listening, but hi. If you are. Hey. And she was just like laughing because I guess it's a very true thing. Yeah, she confirmed it was. It's a mess out there. The dating scene is a mess. It's not just the concrete jungle. It's like the streets. People are out there in these streets mm. having dating woes wild anyway i don't have any solutions <laughs> i have some solutions you do well yeah yeah because yeah. we've i've overheard the gals mm-hmm. on the streets of new york and i've overheard the guys sure every single lady that we inter- encountered mm-hmm. and we we were in like soho west village Greenwich Rome, village yeah we were, but we were in like that pocket yeah so I don't know if there's new yorkers listening like it, you know generalized okay only females were talking about dating problems and guys oh i know where you're going nothing else mm-hmm. every guy that i overheard <laughs> we're talking about you know like getting into the comedy cellar or if they lived in an apartment that had an abundance of street noise yeah that's what they're, they're talking about street noise they're like can you believe they weren't concerned about the girls at all, basically, or dating, like not no. like that. And we heard from the horse's mouth, they have Peter Pan syndrome. Mm. And honestly, these ladies, stop. Yeah, just stop. enough, enough. Date yourself. Yeah, so. for real. You, you know, everyone wants to like go to New York. Or a fifty-year-old doctor. Yes, no, for real. Maybe like date up. Yeah, yeah. So what if they're a divorcee? Like, aim for a divorcee with like one kid, not five. <laughs> Uh, but no, no, no. I think. What do you think about the whole Carrie Bradshaw syndrome? Like people that go to New York to fulfill their Carrie Bradshaw fantasies. Oh well, I mean, I feel like there's a part of me that would love to do that and has thought about doing that, but only in the way of like the fashion element of it. You know what I mean? Like getting involved with fashion. Um, like you got the cutest jacket. Oh man, I love this jacket. I found a like flannel jacket it's basically like a flannel shirt but like a almost to the ground it's like a duster length and it's so cozy where did i get it it was called unfashionable was the brand but very uh evermore-esque yeah like mixed with like kurt cobain yes i did i felt a little grungy out on the streets um i'm obsessed with that jacket you can borrow it anytime thank you i'm like so envious it's so cozy um what was the point? Oh, the Brad- Carrie Bradshaw dreams. No, but do you mean like falling in love though? Like going to New York to fall in love? Because I would think in my mind, when you go to New York, you'd want to fall in love with your career. Like that's a career place for sure. Or the city, falling in love with the city itself. I don't think, I, you know, I don't know if that's a place to find love. I, I mean, it probably does happen though. Probably happens there, but it's true. I feel like, I think it's like, it depends on what you take away from that series. Yeah. Like, what I took away is, like, friends are your only soulmates. Yes. And fall in love with the city. But I think people, yes. you know, from what I've heard, now that I've also listened to the streets, um, the streets have spoken and that, you know, it's it's the takeaway is more about finding your Mr. Big, which Mr. Big is trash. So, and also come to find mm-hmm. out Aiden's trash. Everyone's trash. <laughs> um, Do you think, though, that's something, like, if you were born in the city or if you've lived in the city, like, for... I mean, I guess you would have to search for love at some point, you know? 
I think it would just happen to you. Like there's so many people there. I think like if you're focused on yourself and your career, it would happen. You don't have to force it. Also, if it didn't happen, it's like focus on your apartment. And if it has some street noise or not, get into the comedy cell or just date the city, date yourself. Like if you want to like settle down and get married, maybe move somewhere somewhere else. (laughs) Go to like Wyoming. I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Long Island. Just, yeah. I don't know. More suburb- fantasy. Suburbs. I don't know why I said it like that. Go to the suburbs. The suburbs. Yeah. You can't like. That's where families are, right? That's where people yeah. make families. The burbs. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to get too. Like, I just watched Young Adult for an episode that we're going to record soon. And you don't want to be like Mavis too much. And it's like, baby is gross. Like 37 and judging the people from her small town, you know? Oh. But it's also like kind of do, but I don't know. New York City just maybe is not the place. Maybe focus on your apartment street noise situation. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Not the place. Because it'll happen to you. Things just happen in New York. Yeah. I love that. I love that things just happen. It's a magical place. Yeah. You just can't have your cake and eat it too. I think this influencer phenomenon of like, Girls in their 20s moving to New York. Mm-hmm. It's like, I love it. I live for it. I'm jealous of you. Sure. Avi. But, you know. I don't. But if you're looking for, yeah, I mean, I feel like um, maybe people just want to blog, too, and just feel like Carrie Bradshaw. But we can't That's all true. be. Also, it looks, from an outsider's point of view, coming into the city. No. I wanted to, at the end of our stay, I just wanted to, like, grab these gals and shake them, being like, stop it. They're not talking about you. <laughs> yeah. Like a wake up call. Yeah. Because like they're too invested. It's madness. It's madness. It's an epidemic. No, it is. <laughs> I can't believe like, the amount of people. Like we're not even exaggerating. No. Like, it was literally like every female talking about guy problems. Yeah. No. And I like because we haven't been to the city since like what, 2019? Mm-hmm. And even in that short amount of time, like so many females more females than men you see on the streets anyways yeah so just i don't know maybe just get your gal pals together and have a good time go to the comedy cellar stay out to 4 a.m you can yeah find love somewhere else yeah find love with yourself yeah yeah but yeah you can't be making apple pies and seeing like the big i don't know enjoying the big apple too much too much any other did you see any other like fashion moments i feel like most ladies were very chic but i don't know people were very into dad jeans and white tops yeah i'm trying to think i don't remember being like struck by anyone i mean there was like an older woman that had a nice tailored look to her that i was like oh nice but that was about it yeah like well, this is also, like, if you want the late-to-the-party guide to New York City, mm-hmm. we went to Tao's Bagels. Yes. Best bagels. Best veggie cream cheese. 100%. Everything bagel, veggie cream cheese. Usually, I'm a plain eater, but not there. It's good. Chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. Also, at Tao's, because it's so close to, like, Madison Avenue and, like, like a the, richer part of town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Those older women... The chicest older women that stroll through there. Yeah, I remember looking out the window and just seeing people with like really nice coats. 
like trenches but it wasn't even cold but i love the commitment to fall it was cute yeah i love how it's like 75 and they're like my max mara coat just busting out yeah um but no i saw this woman um i don't know if she was french or italian but she looked like the lady the concierge like front desk lady from white lotus season two mm. and she was in like color blocked she was like a pink sweater with a pink like satin skirt Ooh, it's just the way she was wearing it yeah. it was just chic i was like oh and like this older woman i saw too oh i think in soho just with like those tinted glasses yeah i was into that yeah i feel like there were some others that i just can't i don't know i feel like i i wanted more from the city like i thought more people would be showing up and showing out um it's because our two are like focused on hinge. Yeah, I think so. They're like getting unhinged. <laughs> They're taking like the Adidas Sambas trend too far. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. There was too many people dressed like that, like all the same. And it was weird. Yeah. Yeah. I loved your coat. You were my fashion icon for that <laughs> whole day. You were mine. I loved your whole outfit. Yeah. It was very like gunmetal, kind of like you had like a 90s inspired slip dress. You had this cardigan, this oversized yeah. cardigan. But it was like a nice color palette. It looked good. Thank you. It was all free people. I felt like Ooh. I felt like I, I didn't just take it from the mannequin, but I might as well have. Like I feel like I just only wore free people that day. Oh. So, love it. Thank you, free people. So if we were gonna have like a guide, like a late to the party guide to New York City. Yeah. So we got towels. Eat your towels on the Met steps. Definitely. Um Go to the Guggenheim. Do? Yeah, we went Go to, to the, the Guggenheim. Guggenheim. Yeah. yeah. How'd you like that? I loved it. The exhibition we went to, it was experimental art from the 60s and 70s in Korea. So it was really interesting. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I loved it. I love modern art in general. Yeah, there's like a giant lip, like sculpture thing. That was really cool. A lot of video art. and I love that. Yeah. The weirder, the better. The weirder, me. the better. Yeah, I was so excited. I'm like, I need something weird. I mean, as someone in college that did performance art, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, what else? We went to, I think it's called the Mermaid Bar. Oh, yeah, the Mermaid Oyster Bar. We tried oysters for the first time. We did. <laughs> um, I love the idea. It looks really cool. It's really pretty. Yeah, it's like the platter looks good. It, it's like a fun, like, I guess you can dress it up in a different, you know, you could use lemon juice or hot sauce, cocktail sauce. It's yeah. gross. It tastes like the ocean. It was weird. Like, the texture is definitely odd. And it, just thinking about, I think raw in general just weirds me out, but just... How do you deal with sushi? I don't know. The crunchiness of the roll masks it. I usually go for something that'll mask it, not being too slimy and weird in my mouth. But. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I don't know. I wasn't a fan. Yeah. It didn't taste... It just tasted like... um. Yeah. Like, the, like you just swallowed some ocean water real quick, which is like fine when you're in the ocean swimming. But I was like, ah, I don't know. I tried it. And that's... That's good for That's me. True. Not my cup of tea. Yeah. But but a New York slice, you can never go wrong. Mm. I don't have a place to recommend. I know. I feel like every time we've gone to New York, we've never really gone for a New York slice. Was this our first New York slice? I think so. I think because every time we've gone or I've gone, it, it's always with someone that's a local. So they're never... Because locals have like a problem with uh, obviously stereotypically like bagels and pizza. Yeah. So we got the towels recommendation, but 
no pizza. No one talked about yeah, pizza. Yeah, we need a pizza recommendation. If anyone knows a good pizza joint, let us know. Yeah. Okay, I've heard Joe's is great. We didn't make it up to Joe's, but. Yeah. I've heard. Um, what else? I really like, I think this time it was interesting because we were with someone that has never been before. Yeah. But, oh, Friedman's. Friedman's. Oh, yeah, Friedman's is really good. Amazing turkey burger of Best all things. Best gin and tonic I've had. Actually, yeah, maybe ever in my life. <laughs> Best it, turkey burger I think I've ever had in my life, too. Same, yeah. It was worth it. It was, And I, the rosemary fries were really good. I love that. I mean, I'm a sucker for that, though. I really love ketchup. <laughs> <sighs> I'm a simple gal with simple taste. Yeah. that It is interesting, though. New York is a food city new york food is always like i don't think i've had anything bad on any of our trips there mm-hmm. like even just straight up bread like amy's bread when we've been there yeah in the past like in chelsea you know was it called amy's i thought it was amy's i don't know maybe i'm making it up maybe it's someone else i don't know i know we passed it because we went through chelsea market but yeah even like a simple baguette was like really great there yeah really good gelato it's that water yeah oh also we went during the what is it called it's the godfather festival oh yeah the san Gennaro festival yeah. that was cool i mean it got rained out kind of but it was still kind of fun to walk and be like in an iconic spot in new york and yeah speaking of the pop culture bits yeah. i've really only seen bits and pieces of the television version of the godfather so. oh there's a tell it must be more tame i'm guessing 100 percent. yeah so do they go to the San Gen- Like, can yeah. you paint this picture for so, me, please? From what I remember, it's in the second movie. It's a flashback because Robert De Niro plays Don Corleone. And he's like, it shows what his life was like. Because the first movie is, you know, Al Pacino's the, it's, it's mostly he's like the main character. The second movie it kind of focuses more on like backstory and flashbacks. So it's like half that, half in the now but basically there's like a scene it just shows his life where he was living he's living in the apartments up there and i want to say i have i haven't seen this movie in so long so i just remember someone shoot somebody like <laughs> i don't know if he was the one shooting or if he was the one getting shot at i, I just remember there was like a chase scene through the festival and someone was on top of a roof cool yeah but it's like in the 40s or something so I don't know. It's just cool to think about like a piece of history and just it's like accurate for the location. So I wonder how they filmed that, too, if that was actually happening and they just filmed around it. Do they like recreate it? Do they recreate it? it? Yeah, because it looked when we went there, I'm like, oh, this looks like, you know, the same setup. Like they use the same kind of lights and things above the streets to make a little canopy. Love that. Yeah. Uh, What's your is that your favorite like New York moment in film or what's your favorite like New York? film that is a tough question um my mind does go to um double wears prada i just like the idea of a girl just hustling out there on the streets and like the fashion of it all like i don't know i felt like andy Sachs at a certain point in our trip because i was like eating an onion bagel just because <laughs> it was wild but i loved it yeah um no i think of the devil wears prada well the first time i went to new york was when the devil wears prada was coming out and i remember like seeing all the advertisements, you know, like posted, like, like posted up. Oh, and wow. Yeah. I don't know. I just like associate New York with the Devil Wears Prada because of that and because it's located there. You just like get out of the cab or whatever. Like you arrive in New York and the music starts playing. Yeah. Just Vogue by Madonna. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. Like, my mind just goes there. I'm like, ooh. I like going, going there. It, it's interesting 
to think about how much Gossip Girl locations in my mind. That's where I get the most like, like, oh, oh, this was in that episode of Gossip Girl. This was that because you think it would be more Devil Wears Prada or Sex in the City. But yeah, no, Gossip Girl is like oddly the touchstone I have for New York yeah. in media. That and like Home Alone 2. Like, yes. <laughs> oh my God. Actually, yes, I do think about Home Alone 2 for some reason. Just, I don't know, maybe because like when we go, we're kind of just running around all crazy, like directionless <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes we like to go, like we do have a plan, but then, it, you know, there's always like a bit of wandering. <laughs> yeah, I think it's also like, you know, I we don't typically go there to go to like the tourist traps. Like every time we go to New York, we love to hang around like Chelsea. Mm-hmm. So we're not like in Times Square or like Rockefeller Center. So every time I'm there, I'm like, I'm like Kevin McAllister. I'm like, ooh, it's so big. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're like, ooh, look at the pigeon lady over there. For sure. Maybe I'll become a pigeon lady one day. <laughs> and also like when Harry met Sally, I, I see like certain touchstones and I'm like, oh. That's like a very autumn in New York movie. Yeah. Which I've never actually seen the movie Autumn in New York. Me neither. But I'd like to. I would too. I feel like we should add it to the list or something. Add it to the list. (laughs) And just be properly depressed. I don't... I think that's one of those movies where like the marketing doesn't match up with the actual movie. But I'm still down. Yeah. I mean, it's Richard Gere and Winona Ryder, so... Who can go wrong? Do they fall in love? I I mean, I think they do. Yeah. That age age gap romance. Yeah. I think it's about like seasons, like seasons of your life. I don't seasons know. Seasons of love, another, you know, rent. Yeah. It <laughs> takes place in New York. Rent. It does, actually. Yeah. yeah. I haven't thought about rent in a long time. Remember when we were all obsessed with rent? Oh, yeah. I remember that. I, I'm not going to lie, though. If you played like a song from rent, I'd still probably know every word and just straight vibe. Start singing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, what about breakfast at Tiffany's? Oh, yeah. Who doesn't go through a Holly Golightly phase? Right? No, I, I love that movie. And I, I do like, I think it's really easy when you're walking through New York to to feel like the main character of like your own story. It is. Like you are, you know, Holly Golightly just walking around in your really cute dress or Andy Sachs after she gets her makeover walking across the street. Yeah. Doing the white girl shuffle across the street with the... The Starbucks order for Miranda Priestly. Oh, yeah. The Starbucks order for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love it. It, it always feels like a movie just walking the streets. I don't know. It energizes me. Yes. I also love to walk. Yeah. It's a great place for walking. I also think New York is great if you have anxiety because there's so much going on that you can't be self-conscious because there's too many yeah. people. Around. You know what I'm saying? Like, no one's paying attention to you in a way. So I think that's freeing. I think it's also freeing to be able to like whip out your camera or do whatever and you know no one's gonna really judge you because no one cares about you it's like so weird because you can feel like a main character but you can also feel like the most insignificant person on the planet i love it (laughs) i like that dynamic for for real (laughs) i feel like around here like if i whipped out my camera to vlog or something i'd be like getting weird i'd be like too self-conscious yes like not that i wouldn't but it would just be a different energy yeah like i i kind of it's interesting to see like my tiktok algorithm is pretty much solely like fashion girlies who are living in new york and they like set up their phone and take fashion videos Mm. and you know you can see people walking past them and like it's unfazed like no one's phased i feel like if that happened here they would be like excuse me ma'am you left your phone right there or like they just like stare into your phone Uh just like weirded out 
and you couldn't like film because it would just be like what's going on yeah here? yeah like they'd have to assess the situation you don't have to worry about that in new york no just mind your own business yes that's the thing people in new york are very very nice yeah you just have to mind your business exactly like don't ask any questions yes anything else oh um we talked about your epic coach Mm. we did not talk about the naked man though oh my gosh (laughs) so we decided um our first night in the city we decided to go to the high line Mm -hmm. and as we were walking around looking at there's like an installation there like i mean i don't know how specific to be maybe people know this man (laughs) oh my god let's call him out because i have theories (laughs) you think he's doing it on purpose there's like a red like a tree that's lit up um I don't know what street it's it is. It's like a bonsai tree, but it's on the High Line. It's on the High Line. Um, I think we were in Chelsea, but yeah, it's on the High Line. And there, you know, there are the apartment buildings that yeah. you can see because it was towards, it was on the end of the High Line. It was about eye level to where we were. So, yes. And this man, obviously very wealthy, mm-hmm. pretty young, I would say. Yeah. But like, this guy like knows. Also, in the same apartment, Because it was all illuminated. So you could see there was like female, like a closet. Oh, like like a a woman lives there? Like a woman lives there, obviously. But anyways, this dude, all the windows open, everything open, making something. Yeah, he's in his kitchen, kitchen, like cooking, just butt naked. Butt naked. And also like was like he, he knows. My idea is like he's some Wall Street bro or like really like dude yeah. into banking this, and whatever. Yeah. And this is how he gets he gets off. Like it's I think sick. this is his thing. Yeah, probably. It was so funny though because we're up there on the high line and it's pretty quiet up there. People are just like chit-chattering and kind of whispering to each other for I don't know, like it's a library. I don't know why. But um, <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden Nikki goes, "Oh my god, I saw his tingle." <laughs> Like, really loud and just, like, I'm like, what? She's like, that man is naked. And I was like, what is going on? Well, because, like, in New York, you expect it to be, like, the crazy guy on the street. You don't expect it to be the Wall Street bro in the apartment. Just, like, there. I know. I really thought it was a guy on the street for a second. I was like, oh, my God. Is everything? At first, I thought someone was giving you trouble. And I was like, (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God. Do I have to, like, smack someone? But no. It was just an observation. I just loved how vocal you were. Sorry. You alerted, like... The, everyone everyone <laughs> no one else seemed to care though no one else was invested but us well i just thought it was so bizarre because like you usually see that or like you know your apartment buildings like someone living in their space and they're naked but this dude knows yeah, he's that, like right there like it's like, like an art installation yeah. yeah it was weird it's just weird because i've never seen it in that context before yeah no i think like, it was definitely on purpose like he knows yeah <laughs> Anyway. And that's why men are trash. That's why you can't trust these New York City men. Nope. He was not that good looking to be rocking it like that. No. On purpose. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I only got like a, a side kind of just like his butt view, but whatever. It he knows what yeah. he did. He knows. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm just, it was wild. We also went to the comedy cellar for the first time. That was like maybe my favorite part. Like it was so funny. Like I haven't laughed that hard. I know it was like late at night and we maybe had like a drink or two, but it was still, even if I hadn't, I think that would still be really, like they were, everyone was so funny. I agree. It was so fun. Yeah. I I loved um, 
we saw like Ari Shafir mm-hmm. and was it the Chris Rudd mm-hmm. from SNL? Yeah, and others like everyone. I don't. I don't. I mean, I could. I could list them all, but <laughs> yeah, the the female comic was really good. She was hilarious. Um, also with man trop troubles. So yes, she was so real with her story. Yeah. I appreciated her uh, vulnerability. <laughs> I loved her bit. She was like, I'm a new mom. <laughs> you know, he's nine years old, but that's besides the point. It's <laughs> it good. cracked me up. Yeah. Um, everyone was good. The host was really hilarious, too. It was just like such a fun time. I would definitely go there again. Like, I would, too. That's to see whoever, just because you can't, you know, whip out your cell phone. You can't record because everyone's testing out new material. And I love that. Yeah. I loved that we had to put our phones in these little envelopes and you can't touch your phone the whole time like it, it makes you very present as well so you can't be distracted it was it was just cool it was like very intimate and you know i don't know like i'm a big comedy fan yeah and i love like i love ari shafir and he's kind of a wild card yeah ran into him oh yeah you ran into him on the way to the bathroom that's cool and then like we ran into chris red on the way out yeah going the wrong direction <laughs> but no, it's fun. I don't know. I love comedy in general. I know. It's cool. Didn't a lot of comics get their start there as well? Like, mm-hmm. it's like one of those places. It's like a hub. It's iconic. I love that. It's, yeah, it's like one of those, it's just one of those places. I love seeing, like, all the photos of Ray Romano that he signed. <laughs> I know, Brie, you were like, Ray Romano. <laughs> I took pictures for him. I gotta send him, though, because I feel like she would appreciate it. It's true. Oh, yeah, you're a Frasier reboot. Like, we saw that on one of the... <laughs> You know, the big, like, it was Times like, Square. Yeah, it was like a huge advertisement. It's cool, though, to get your news from a giant advertisement like that, I think. It's true. Like, on, you're just walking the streets. You're like, oh, a new Frasier's going to drop, like, Saturday? Sweet. Oh, okay. I do love that. I, like, you know, every time I go to New York, it's, like, less and less. But I do love on the sides, like, all the posters and stuff. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you just, like, get to know about things a little more. Yeah. Like organically, I guess. Yeah. It feels that way. Yeah. yeah. A little I'm way better than X. Yeah. All I get on X is Taylor Swift news and I want more. But yeah, definitely. So we were like with the people. We were with the people. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. I feel like here sometimes we're very like insulated. Yeah. If we live in a place that is kind of insulated for sure. Yes. But we're always a stone throw away for some from something like really related to home because the amount of Outer Banks sweatshirts and people from the Outer Banks that yes. are like... Even on the plane, like... Yeah, very um, vocal. I've realized I've talked... I talk too much about growing up on the Outer Banks, so... Oh. Uh, well, people... You know what's interesting, though? People would ask us. They'd be like, oh, where are you from? Oh, where do you guys live? Like, they kind of, like... Some people would kind of just know or, like, we were talking about our plans and then they'd be like... But they'd always give us recommendations, which was really cool. Yes. Yeah, like, and usually it would be like a server in a restaurant just being like, oh, hey, you should check this place out or something. Oh, we got into Jack's wife, Frida. Oh, yeah, that was just cool. like on a whim. Um, I know I felt really, I felt really cool when I we felt, got in. Yeah, I felt cool. Because I was like just watching a, like a Victoria McGrath vlog a couple days before our trip. And she was like, yeah, I couldn't get into Jack's wife, Frida. Oh. And I was like, well, we just like walked. We just walked in like they know us overrated i would i would say my food was good but yours was like super bland yeah mine was a little bland i yours was good though like it was really seasoned mine was just like i mean it wasn't bad it just could have used some seasoning for real but yeah no bad food yeah yeah there was technically no bad food i would say yeah but i would say um 
Was it Cafe Roma? Is that where we went? I believe so. The coffee and the pastries, the cannolis. That's a recommendation. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, best cannoli I've probably ever had. Same. Yeah. Good tiramisu as well. Good um, cappuccinos. Yes. Yes. Delicious. Yeah. Anything else? We didn't do a lot of like quintessential New York things. I mean, we went to the Met. Mm. We went through Central Park, which is always. We went to the zoo, though. We did go to the. We went to the zoo. Oh my god! Isn't that somewhat quintessential? I guess. No, you know what? I felt like I felt like Molly Gunn in um, Uptown Girls, just walking through Central Park. Every time you're there, it's like you get your own Brittany Murphy moment. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I always forget like that. That movie is in. I don't know how I forget. (laughs) I feel like I don't. Well, it's called Uptown. It is called Uptown. I know. But uh, no, I don't think about that often either. Until I do, until you really, do. Yeah. it really like sinks in. Until you're living it, uh, and then you're like, "Hmm, I feel like Dakota Fanning should be <laughs> pestering me or something." <laughs> yeah, I feel like I should be like watching this child, and she should be like insulting me and yes. just judging me, judging, yeah, telling me to grow up. Yes, <laughs> I do feel like it's a very interesting time I'm in. I don't know. We were talking about like quintessential like New York films and like pop culture moments. Yeah. And I do feel a little bit like Francis Ha, which is another very like New York movie. Mm. Um, and I, I can relate to Greta Gerwig's character a lot, um, which makes me feel really embarrassed and <laughs> weird. But yeah, I don't know. It's very interesting. It's very interesting to be. I think when you're in New York City, you do feel like you're, like, the main character of your story. Yes. But that also means, like, in real life, it's more of a coming-of-age story. So it's, like, I had to really, like, look inward and be, like, I think I'm a lot, like, more ego-driven than I should be. And I should probably be a little more receptive Wait, to really? things. I thought that, too. Really? Like, when I came back, yeah, I felt like I had, like, a spiritual moment with myself. I'm, like, oh, well, you know, I don't know if it's in the same way because I realize I need to be the main character of my life more, not just in the city. You know what I'm saying? But also less ego involved in other ways, like as far as like creativity goes and being like collaborative with people, like not take yourself too seriously. Like maybe just because, you know, there's this energy, this creative energy in New York. Yeah. That people just like, like, I feel like I really vibe with that lady at the that boutique, the unfashionable place or whatever. Like, I just felt like we were vibing. And I felt like if I was out like living out there, that's somewhere I would go and just vibe or like find you to find people you'd vibe. But like, I don't know, sometimes I get in my head and I'm like, yeah, well, no, it's like I know she's my cousin, but it was very nice to just like go to a bar and like be like, okay, you know who I'm talking about. I think sometimes, you know, even though we don't live in like a place that's like rural or remote, like we're not in like the Midwest out in no. the boonies, but it is this idea of like, <gasps> like I'm always feeling like I have to like explain myself or like explain my references. Mm. And it is really nice to be around people. who are cultured. No. Yeah, or like, you know, I think it's also about giving people a shot. Mm-hmm. To understand your references or understand you and not just come in with this chip on your shoulder. Yeah. Which I sometimes do. And yeah, it's like, you know, I have to realize like I can't control what others think of me. Yeah. So I have to also like listen. I have to say what I want to say and then let them respond. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's really scary, but I feel like. Letting people respond. Yeah. 
Because you, you can't control that. True. Yeah. But that's how good things come. By putting yourself out there. Yeah. 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 I feel like New York has changed. No. Little. I mean, I know that's kind of deep, but I think that's interesting that you also felt that. Yeah. I just felt like a shift, like of just like, because I feel like I've been so ego driven. Like there's so much, I think, pressure I put on myself to be like whatever successful or whatever and just having to show something. But then I got to thinking about it when you're in New York, you're, you have this, <laughs> I was going to say animosity, anonymity. Yeah. You have this anonymity and it's um refreshing. And I think, I don't know, maybe I'm just self-conscious. I mean, like I realized maybe no one's probably even looking at me here either. But like, I just think in my mind, it's like they are, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, also, like, it really, who cares people's preconceived notions of you? Also, in New York, everyone has a dream, but they're valid. Like, I think sometimes people, like, if we're spending a lot of time with older people, like, I think there's, like, a boomer (sighs) idea to pursuits that aren't linear or just stereotypical jobs, even though that's not even how people make their money anymore. It's, It's very silly. True. Or also other people around you might not have dreams like that, and which is also a little depressing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like everyone probably does have a dream. And and you go to the big city to like, yeah, yeah, to be the main character and like this, like live your dreams. Exactly. But maybe you don't have to do all that. Maybe you can live your dreams. Anywhere. Anywhere. It's just a New York state of mind. I think <laughs> so. Starts spreading <laughs> the news. I'm leaving today. today. I know. And then that said, I'm like, let's like, go back. <laughs> nah, take some New York wherever you go. Yeah. I think that is the lesson. I also think it was like a very like eye opening thing for like late to the party. Yeah. Because we got that like makeover and like, you know, we can be whoever we want to be and do whatever show we want to do. And we love talking about films. We do. We, we can't help it. We've tried yeah. not to be a film podcast, but it doesn't work very well. No. We just, we are two people that, you know, like, I'm I mean, a, look at this. Yeah. I'm a theater person. You're an art person. But yeah. at the end of the day, we're like, if we went back in time, we'd probably be film majors. Film, yeah. It, yeah, definitely. I know. Yeah. I feel like in another timeline, that's definitely. This well, is us like <laughs> expressing that. Also, it's like, we just want to talk about film and the things yeah. that make us the weirdos that we are and. You know, Taylor Swift might be dating someone. She might not be. Yeah. But, but we're not going to always be that topical. Someone who cares? Yeah. We're going to just be us. We're going to be our silly selves and... Yeah. Have a silly goose time. Uh, and explore things and... We'll utilize TikTok. We'll be like those crazy girls on the New York streets <laughs> with their <laughs> yeah, we'll TikTok. We'll just start t- talking no matter where we are. We're just whipping up. We're like, oh my God, got to talk about this real quick. Yeah. Yeah, catch us on TikTok. It's cool to be digging deep. I'm glad we have a podcast. Yeah. And we're long form. I know. It's great. I know. I feel like we have like a lot of discoveries in real time, which is really cool. I know. We're our own Holly Golightly. <laughs> we are. Molly Gun. <laughs> we did kind of have a Molly Gun moment just now where we're like, maybe we do need to grow up. Grow up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I love it though. I love that movie too. Such a good movie. Me too. No, like you know when um when Brittany Murphy is like, I don't see any grown ups here and Dakota Fanning's like I, I do. do. <laughs> that part like makes me cry. But also I love that Dakota Fanning also learns how to be a kid. Be a kid. Yeah. Well I know her name. I don't know what her name is right now, but mm, no, I wanna say Molly. It's not Molly. <laughs> it's not both Molly, but Ray. Ray, you're right, yeah. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're just on this uh, Coney <laughs> Island, you like know, like teapots. Um, yeah, teapots of life. Yeah. Oh. Well, this is a weird <laughs> <And> turn. On, <laughs> on that note. <laughs> bed on it, bed on it. Oh. oh. Hold up. <laughs> Gotta do my own, own thing. thing. <laughs> just listen to bed on it and you'll have some revelations. Like, just make it a, a part of your routine and you'll start really taking life more seriously or less seriously. Just jump off that, like, small hill, mm-hmm. land, and then grab that sand. Yeah. Anyways, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Rate and review us on iTunes. Please, please. We'll see you next week. Next week. Bye. Bye. A Huda Media Production.
Ahura Media Production.